Hi, David here. Just before we get into this week's podcast, can I remind you to like, follow, share and review? And you can email us with your questions, your comments and your content ideas. The email is sarahbutler at home at gmail.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Sarah Butler at Home podcast. We're up to episode 43. I cannot stop smiling today. Why? <laughs> What's going on? Because you have oh, no phone. Yeah, you're so mean. My phone <laughs> packed up. Oh, God, I don't know what to do with myself. It did this about, how long ago? About a month ago? Mm-hmm. And it just like, it just kept turning off and you couldn't get in. Max storage, of course. I got a text off your husband that evening and he said, there's no talking to her. She's like, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, yeah, geez. he got it going again, and of course, I'll definitely go in and get it fixed. And sure, then it was working, so I did it again today. So he's gone off with it. So, so we're waiting for the text to come to you. As I left him, I just said, "Text David if you get it going." So please, uh, so please, just explain because now I'm a person who uses my phone a fair bit. Yeah. Um, and I know that, for example, I've gone to work without my phone sometimes, mm. and there's a real anxiety, it's stress. Just a- I'm not, it's not anxiety or stress. It's just like, I keep going to do it. It's like, oh crap, I need my phone to do that. Mm. I keep going to take pictures of things. and it's, <laughs> I have I have a whole hand free here to do other stuff with. I know. So yeah, it's, it's hopefully he'll fix it. There was a time. It's tomorrow's Sunday and there's no shops open and I won't have a photo. You can use his phone though. Yeah, but all my stuff is on my phone. My stuff is on my phone. I love my phone. It's like <laughs> my little friend. Um, but you, you just think like before phones were ever near us, we used to survive. Yeah, of course we did. We had conversations. Yeah, we also survived before there was dishwashers and electricity, but it's way better with these things. <laughs> we used to say things like, I'll see you at half eight. Yeah, or phone boxes. Remember that? A phone box? In college. Now, I'm not that old, but I have heard of stories here. I am. I ring the phone box at half eight on Tuesday. Yeah. That was it. When Jane was in Dublin and I was in Castlebar, that's how we communicated. Yeah, I would oh, ring the many, phone box. Many years ago. Yeah, and before that, I used to write to people. So when I was that's in college, right. we used to write letters. Like and because my address was really complicated, some of my friends used to write to me in college. So you go into college oh, and there'll no be a, way. a letter board. Yeah. Jesus. And actually, one of our friends found some of these letters. Really? And he's been reading them to us. That's gas. Um, using a, a, a very kind of a... A, a school voice like okay. you're reading in class voice okay. and he reads excerpts from some of the letters mm-hmm. that we wrote to each other 30 years ago and I have to say we're still talking about the same shite yeah well, there you go <laughs> you know writing letters sending texts maybe we haven't come on that whole far <laughs> you know it's all quite similar but so anyways yeah, are you going to are you going to survive I'll be fine oh hold yeah. on I think I got, message. I got a message did you uh, no, is it didn't. him no, you're such a shite <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really like I'm secretly waiting for that thing to light I can't up. wait to ask you those <gasps> questions about Google and things just Google that oh, oh you can't It'll be fine. I'll just buy extra wine on the way home. Um, food. Well, before we get to food, yeah. just a couple of reactive pieces from last week. Okay. Um, a lot of people interested in the whole milking horse thing. Oh, God. Got me thinking. I wonder what it would be like milking a horse. Hi, guys. Well, today we're just going to milk this horse. Now, can somebody hold his tail? Jesus Christ. Oh, stop. Grab the teeth. It's the one... And then I kind of thought, that's not something I want to do. No, Um, it's it's really not that very exciting. But actually, you have a couple of listeners' questions. Right. And we will do those 
after we get through the food, okay? okay. Yeah. Um, there's some interesting bits and pieces coming in from some of our listeners. Of course, you can send us an email at any stage. Sarah can't get them because she's got no phone, <laughs> but I have the phone here. It's home at gmail.com. You can also text and WhatsApp me as well. You can't text or WhatsApp Sarah because she doesn't have a... Yes, hilarious. You're so oh, funny. I, I think you should give up the day job and just go straight into comedy. <laughs> this is one of my best days. <laughs> You're so actually very happy that I have no phone. <laughs> well, well luckily for me, I was able to remember my content this week and I didn't have to go on my phone to look for it. Well, so it's I the first time you're engaged with me as well. Normally, I look and I get this blank stare back and you're like, what? <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm what very I'm busy. <laughs> I'm very busy. Don't you know? Look, I've looked at your food, right. okay, that you had to write down this week. And uh, will we do it in the proper order? So, yeah. So will we do the know, chocolate I, cake at the end? Yes, I kind of went from roast beef to chocolate cake. So you, <laughs> you pick the order that you want me to talk about. I want to talk about beef strip loin, roasted beef strip loin. Yes. So I went into my local butcher, Gilligan's, family butcher in Castle Bar, and I got a lovely strip loin roast beef. Now, you can get these other cheaper cuts of beef um, but they're just not as nice it was 25 euros it will feed us and there will be loads left over for sandwiches so I got it last Sunday I got it today as well actually to have tomorrow what you need to do is you need to marinate it overnight in a Ziploc bag with olive oil three or four cloves of garlic crushed uh, some fresh rosemary salt and pepper uh, a little shake of dark soy sauce and a little shake of Worcestershire sauce Mix it all up into your fridge in a Ziploc bag overnight. And then in the morning when you get up, take it out. Dermot was like, why is there a lump of meat sitting on the island in a Ziploc bag for the past two hours, Sarah? And I'm like, because it has to go to room temperature. You put the cold lump of meat onto a very hot pan. The fibres are going to tense up. So let that come to room temperature. Seal it off. And obviously with your onions and your carrots in on top, in your roasting tin, cover it up. Roast it for about an hour. And then into a slow, low heat oven. Oh. I left it there for the day. It was so delicious. Because mm, that would be my problem with uh, doing a big lump of beef is when is it going to be, is it going to be still pink in the middle? Uh, yeah, when is it going to be over? This is not pink in the when middle. When it's this a dry. It's a slow cook. Okay. And you're putting it into a roasting tin with the lid on. So it's kind of, you're basting it as you're going along. Mm. So it's just delicious. So that's, lots of people were asking me, how did I do that? Uh, so yeah, my tip, top tips there will be get a good cut of meat from your butcher. Um, and do the marinade even if it's the chicken marinated in buttermilk or marinated in like oregano and garlic and olive oil in a Ziploc bag in your fridge it's going to make it really really nice um, can you eat that the next day? yeah we had loads it was it, I, like, it probably should have lasted three days but it was gone because oh. it was so good like, um, like loads of people were asking me what would you do with the leftovers so what did I do like in a crusty baguette with like melted cheddar and um, loads of iceberg lettuce and mayonnaise or just a very simple Beef, sliced gherkins, salt, and lots of mayonnaise in a white bread sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yummy. You were on Operation Transformation, weren't you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I'm having two slices of bread with my sandwich. I'm not having six. What are you serving with that beef? Okay, uh, sorry, I went off there. You did? On a tangent, as I do. That's because um, you've no phone. I know, yeah. What did I have? Oh, I just had mash and lovely veg. Um, roasted some veg with some sage. Fresh sage, mm. really nice with veg. Uh, just like peg them in a roasting dish with like olive oil and stuff, salt and pepper. And that was it, stuffing. Oh, I had the rustic stuffing. I talked about that before. The That's rustic. on my page. Where you just get a French baguette and you rip it up with your hands and you pan fry that with butter and oil and garlic and onions, white onions or red onions and lots of fresh parsley, salt and pepper. 
and knock yourselves out. Everything in its own bowl. There's four plates. Take what you want. And of course, the homemade gravy. Of course, yeah. Um, I'm not good at the homemade gravy, you know. Why? Because no, I, I, like, I can blow my own trumpet here, but I'd make the Sunday dinner, yeah. or 95% of it. Yeah. Um, she might serve it up and feel that she's made the dinner, <laughs> but I've made the dinner. Yeah. Um, but the gravy, I'm a bit dodgy with it. Uh-huh. So Do you I, roast your chicken in a tin, or...? I, so I roast my chicken, yeah. and I use not the fat from the chicken, just the juices. And when you put your chicken in, what do you put in with it? I put in carrot, yeah. onion, garlic, mm. uh, three bay leaves. Yeah. I put thyme, spe- okay. pepper and salt, uh, sage. Uh, I think that's about everything. Okay. And uh, then the juice of that, yeah. which is dark because you've had lots yeah, of yeah, carrots yeah. in it. Uh, put that in. Mm. Uh, put some uh, flour on top of that. Yeah, on the heat. Yes. Put some chicken stock in on top of that. Mm. And whisk it up. Whisk it up. Oh, my, I don't know. Mine Do you just get the crusty bits, the burnt on bits? Yeah, yeah I they're get everything. the flavour. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, it's just, it doesn't taste as good as when she makes it. Well, yeah. you know... You she might be hocking into it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> She's putting loads of love in there. Um, <laughs> 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 well, I know, I love him. doing that to German. Uh, what, hocking in the dinner? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> when I make it something and I'm like, you like that apple tart? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do it's to the it? Face. Well, I don't know. It does taste different though when somebody else makes it for you. I'm convinced. Now, I grew up mm. in the house, we've discussed this before, yeah. where it was from the tin. Yeah. Whereas you grew up in the house where it was not from, from the from tin. From the different tin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I suppose I'm just... Uh, and you know what? I'm the type of person that'll go, I'll just do without it. I'll just oh, do yeah. without it. Oh, I'll no. put butter on. It'll but be you're fine. Have to make it from scratch. Yeah, and in our house, um, three love gravy. One doesn't take it at all. I love gravy. Yeah, so do I. I love the gravy. Yeah, you need the gravy. But it's just not good. So ah. that, what happens then is she comes along, makes the gravy, and serves the dinner up. And okay. in her head, she She's has done everything. Who cleans up? Well, then it turns out to be me. But do you? Is it? Is it one cooks, one cleans, or in like in my house, one cleans, one cooks? <laughs> And it's the same person. Uh, I, you see, I'm brave to say this, but I'd like to say it's 50-50. Mm. That you just lump in, you just I do your bit. Yeah, I'm trying to train the kids now into... I don't know if that's 50-50 at all. Because the kids, it's like a restaurant. They just sit, like, and they get the food put in front of them. And then they get the dishes taken away. Oh, no. Yeah, well, the you, you lose your temper once a week and you start shouting, like... Yeah. You know, Scrape your plate! You know, what are you? You've gone from the couch to there and you've gone back. Yeah. Get up here! I actually got my lot rightly this week, hoovering and doing jobs. We go down to the horses. I'm like, I want the dishes taken out and the dishes put in. And Thomas grabbed the hoover and hoover the kitchen. And when I come back, I want that done. And it's done. It's great. So that's the plan for this week because they're off the week. Yeah. But yeah, back to food. Mm-hmm. So that's the roast of beef. And oh, baked potatoes. It was very short on time this week and I completely forgot about baked potatoes. Yeah. And I just said, oh, Jesus, I'm just not in the mood for cleaning bloody pots. So I just. Um, pierced them nearly said pricked you pricked them I pricked them uh, with a fork and wrapped them in a little olive oil salt and wrapped them in tin foil what's your trick with them? me I put the cross and put the salt around the cross and do you wrap them in tin foil? no no somebody sent me that she said try them not wrapped in tin yeah because foil. then you can eat the skins become all crispy and they're, they're lovely yeah. they're really nice yeah but yeah baked potatoes if you're if you're short on time and you just need to get something quick now I threw them in for an hour yeah like if you have to go and 
run to the shop or milk a horse do the, milk a horse or do the kids homework <laughs> it saves that so yeah go and what, do more what, baked potatoes okay potatoes and I think we've discussed this before but if you could only have one type of potato what type of potato mash. would it be mash. mash straight up mash I love a steamed potato or a baked potato yeah baked Anything. potatoes are nice potatoes I would live on spuds so would I could not survive without spuds I know they're just the, uh, what? They're just the famine came around again we'd be all oh, over for us it's finished <laughs> Goodbye. But a good bake, a baked spud um, is delicious. It is delicious. Again, and I, was, I think I'm the only one that does the old baked spud. The rest of them couldn't be bothered. They like There's loads you can put on it. Like. They like my mash because my mash has a lot of butter, a, lot, a lot of pepper, of a lot of salt. Yeah, I was too. laughing actually with a, a, a fellow foodie, actually. Uh, we were just messaging over and back. And she does cakes and stuff. So she had put a post up saying, you know, I use full fat butter and I use full fat milk. Um, and I just messed her going like these people that are like low fat butter and low fat milk and then their freezer is full of pizzas and frozen food like and I did get a laugh when she came back to me and said yeah it's like the ones in the takeaways getting like a huge takeaway and then asking for Diet, Diet Coke. <gasps> I was going to say, um, I don't know if we can say this in the podcast, it mightn't be allowed, but a certain member of one's family had a test done this week to see was the amount of butter and salt they were having interfering with their lives, no, if people know. And it's perfect. 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 And mine is perfect. <laughs> Again, it's the amount that you eat. Like, I made that gorgeous chocolate cake this week. Now, we were very bold. It was like, every time I went to the fridge, it was more and more of a god. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I don't make a chocolate cake every week. It's once, like, every two months. I'll make so, we're going cake. to the chocolate cake now, are we? Yeah, let's go to the chocolate cake. Okay, so, for a chocolate cake, I would think, because I don't know, um, you would need a good quality chocolate. Yes, very important. Somebody messaged me during the week, they were making my brownies. And she had the horrible packet of chocolate that you get in the shop. What's it called? Like, home cooking I you know. know oh you wouldn't know it's really cheap no but and on the it's, phone it's like 1970s really cheap crappy mar- like it tastes like margarine chocolate okay I was like no just no stop thanks. doing what you're doing and forget about it because they're going to be horrible <laughs> get yourself like I use the Bourneville one okay so I'm going to test that's the red one the red one love it well get yourself good quality chocolate use proper butter use proper milk and get proper meat. Yeah, so I made the chocolate cake and it had the what chocolate frosting. Are we putting frosting. meat in our chocolate cake? <laughs> no, for the roast beef. <laughs> what, oh, it's, what? I've never heard of this in my chocolate cake. It's a brand new recipe. Beef it's for the your bun. dinner and your dessert in one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go through the chocolate cake. What are we doing? Um, well, it's all there. It's, it's like everything, really. It's no more than the sauces. Like, I met a lady today and she said, oh, I made your tomato soup. And I was like, add more, add stock. It's soup. Don't add stock. It's pasta base. Pasta base. It's the same with the cake. Brownies is very similar to the chocolate cake. It's just a different tin and it cooks a little bit longer. So you're melting your chocolate with your butter. Get that melted over a saucepan of hot water. And then you're whisking your eggs and your sugar together. Get them really fluffy. Then you're adding that chocolate once it's cold. Not hot because that will cook the eggs. And then you're just sieving in a little bit of flour, baking powder and cocoa powder. Fold it in into your oven. 25 minutes. That's it. And then the 25 frosting. Minutes. Uh, 25, 30 minutes, I think, yeah. Depending on the size of your tin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let it cool and cut it in half. And then for your frosting, it's just icing sugar, butter, and a little bit of cream. Okay. And if you, what I did was I made it vanilla icing first. So it's butter, icing sugar, and a little cream. Whisk all that up. That's going in the middle. Salted or unsalted butter? Like the Kerrygold. So salted. Salted. Okay. Uh, you add that into the middle, so you've got your chocolate cake with your white frosting, and then you add in some cocoa powder to what's left of your frosting, whisk that up, and that's your on top frosting. Oh. So when you cut into it, it's got a little white 
cream frosting. Oh, nice. A bit like yeah. a sponge cake. Yeah. We all really remember nice. the sponge cake. The lockdown sponge the lockdown cake. Lockdown sponge cake. But yeah, it was a very good chocolate cake. It's on my page, so be sure to try it out. Very good. Um, well, okay. Uh, coleslaw. Coleslaw. Well, how we went from beef to cake to coleslaw? Look, I don't have a phone to do everything correctly in alphabetical order. This is this is, this is the Sarah Brain Apple. Coleslaw. I'm not a fan. Are you not? Uh, Even when you make it yourself? Not to child. Not a fan. Not Why? A, what do you think? It's just, I don't know. It's the texture. texture, the whole mayonnaise thing. Well, I, yeah, you're not a big fan of mayonnaise. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm, I've got better, but... Would you have it without the mayonnaise? No, you remember you? I went for dinner with you once, and you said, "Oh, he's made a special pot over yeah. there of grated carrot just for David with nothing in it." It's <laughs> like, "Oh, thanks, thanks." Did you get me some plain pasta as well? Oh my anyway, sorry. Go on, coleslaw. Coleslaw. So I made it this week, and something that I want to talk to people about is use to reduce your food waste. Right? Try and be imaginative of what's in the fridge. Right. So I was making the coleslaw. I had bought spinach for a dish that I made the previous week. So I had the spinach in there, and I was like, "Hey." Throw in a bit of spinach. Perfect. And I had some coriander left over. So I chopped that up and threw it in. Like, not your textbook coleslaw. No. But it was really nice. And I was using up food. And I was also getting some spinach and iron into me. And what else? White cabbage? White cabbage, carrots. This is just what I do. Mm-hmm. Because you can put red cabbage in. But I just wouldn't have a huge use for it. Uh, white cabbage. Uh, carrots grated. A uh, little bit of onion. That's where people go wrong. They add in equal amounts. Red of onion. I use red, you can use white. But like 150 grams of white cabbage, 100 grams of carrots, 25 to 30 grams of onion. Because if you put in too much, you will have heartburn for the next week. (laughs) Really important. And that's, I think, the the portions and the ratios is where people go wrong. So very little, either red or white onion. I just chopped up some spinach. Really fine. It's really important that it's all really fine. And chopped up some coriander, lots of salt and pepper. And then mayonnaise mixed with a little cream. Okay. That kind of gives it a nice um, saucy texture. And that's it. Keeps in your fridge for three days. You can put that into sandwiches. We had it with the quiche. Another great thing to use up your leftovers. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so I had it with quiche and sandwiches. It's there now. If somebody wants to even just get a spoon and eat it straight. I'd rather starve. Yeah, well, I know what I'm making you the next time. Chocolate cake. Uh, it had a coleslaw sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the white cabbage is back, of course. The white cabbage. I love the white cabbage. Um, just has a great taste of it. And, and crunch. A great crunch. And like, you'll only use a very small, like it's cheap as chips anyways, but to reduce the food waste. You'll use such a little amount of it. But like, it's great. I made a breakfast bagel this morning, right? So I had toast to the bagel. Okay. Then I made up like a mix of mayonnaise with ketchup and a little bit of Tabasco sauce. That's the secret, the Tabasco sauce or the pickle juice. And then crispy rashers, like streaky rashers. Mm. They have to be crispy and you have to chop them up because otherwise you take a bite and you end up like a rasher, put it out of your mouth. So chop up your rashers. Then I had lovely fresh avocado, slice that up. Then the white cabbage, I was like, what's in the fridge? Go to your fridge when you're making a sandwich or when you're making dinner. What can I use up in here? I was like, there we go, white cabbage. So I sliced that really fine and popped that on top. Then an, um, an egg. Mm. An egg with some chilli flakes on top. Mm. Lid on. Yum. Yeah, sounds nice. Really messy. Good. It was messy. It's actually on my Instagram. I can't show you. I have no phone. <laughs> I did like a proper cutting it in half. Yummy. And the oh, egg, the was, egg was, was runny. Yummy. Oh, yeah. 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 So they're oh, just, yeah. just 
think what's in your fridge what can I make like if you're making a salad throw in a bit of white cabbage or if you have some like spinach like just an example of this week I made a quiche I had spinach throw it in yeah. spinach in it spinach is good yeah you know. and it's good for your iron levels too um, all good um, and finally uh, oh yeah well, I suppose you've really you've touched on the subject which is using up what's left over well, in the fridge that's it you know before you do your food shop you want to try and get your fridge as empty as possible you will get two more dinners out of something you've frozen or what can you make soup is always a great one so make yourself your brown bread homemade brown bread and if you have spuds carrots leek is a great one as well a leek is a bit like the white cabbage put it in so many different things Um Bit of edge there, fry it up, stock in, bay leaf, fresh herbs, blitz it. That's a great way to use up your veg. Stir fry is another great one. You've got like a little bit of broccoli left. You've got one carrot left, half a pepper. Stir fry it. Yeah. With some meat. Uh, and quiche, the queen of leftovers. I made one this week. I had no ham. I didn't do a ham, so I had some. I had three rashers left in a pack. Fry them up. I had a couple of tomatoes. Threw them in the oven to kind of soften them with some garlic and some onion. Made the pastry, blind baked it. That's it. Cheese, yeah. I'd, I'd half a thing of cream. I threw a bit of milk in, salt, pepper, spinach. Delicious. Yeah, quiche is good. And we had loads left over for lunch. There's a lot of food in this podcast this week. Yeah, no, it's just it's just use. You know, people say message me, go, I don't have a red onion for the chicken stew. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> it's not going to kill you if you don't have the red onion yeah. in it. Yeah. You know, I don't have this or could I replace this with that yeah of course just stick your head in the fridge when you're making dinner and go okay what can I use here yeah you know and What's generally available? it's going to be salad stuff or veg so that's good because you're bulking up on your veg a lot of food in this week's podcast yeah, yeah maybe I should leave my phone at home broken. more often anymore um, you, ac- you enjoyed that actually when you did have a phone you texted me about the, the stress of ordering a coffee these days oh my god Jesus, David, it was really bad, like... And I don't know, is it because we're back in social situations? But I went into a coffee shop last week. And there was loads of people queuing to get in. And I got in and there was no seats and there was people coming up to pay. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, where it is, there's nowhere to kind of... I'll just stand over here. <laughs> no matter where you are, you're in the way. Yeah. Um, so I immediately, I'm not good in, in situations. That's why I love lockdown. I love the two-meter rule. I'm, I'm not happy We'll come about back this. to this... Talk about so the coffee. So anyways, I was in and I was like, can I get a tea and a coffee? And I think it's so funny because the tea was for me. So I'm not a massive coffee drinker. What type of milk would you like? Yeah. I was like, uh, normal milk. <laughs> well, do you want soy? Do you want low fat? Do you want this? Do you want that? I was like, just regular milk. So Sarah starts getting to get yeah, panicky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, just have the fucking coffee. <laughs> and what else did she ask me? Um, sugar. Um, brown or white? And I was like, brown or white what? <laughs> sugar. I was like, it's just white. <laughs> felt like I was on friggin' what's that chair? That the black chair that you remember that mastermind. Mastermind. Loads of questions. Did you like syrup? Did you like um? You know these pumpy yeah, things. Yeah, the pumpy things. The pumpy things. There's flavouring in them. Syrups. I'm glad you did the the, the, the actions <laughs> as well because I wouldn't know what the pumpy thing was. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I just want to get a coffee. Get Maxwell, can I have a Maxwell House, please? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, we went to a pub in Galway there during the week uh, just because we couldn't handle the coffee shops. We're just too crazy and full of coffee people, these people that are into their coffees. And your mum was like, I don't have any fancy coffee. And I was like, brilliant. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. So, yeah, I went to pay anyways. And my tea came and I was like, she went to get the spoon to take the tea back. I was like, she finally leave the tea, the tea bag, bag alone. Then she went to pour with the two litre of milk into a little tiny, teeny tiny little milk jug. I was like, 
it's fine. You don't need to dirty a jug. Just give me the jug. So I ended up making the tea myself to get out the door quick. I wonder, how much, how much was the tea? It was eight euros for a tea and a coffee. You're something ridiculous like that. Okay, so let's... 7.20 or something. Let's say uh, the tea was three euro. So for a tea bag, yeah. hot water and a... Yeah, yeah. Some markup for tea. And that pub we went into Go and Go with. Uh, like this was midday. There was nobody in the pub. There was two people and it was a really cool old pub. And um, McGing's or... PJ McGing's or something. <laughs> Google it. Oh, sorry, oh, you can't. Shit. Um, <laughs> but it was so funny. It came to like... We had a tea and a coffee, two Sprites... And the kids had two packets of crisps. I was like, nine euros. Yeah. I was like, that's our new spot. That's the place we're going. But yeah, the whole like, what type of sugar, what type of milk. I was like, is this is a thing. These people with their it's, coffees. Yeah. Well, the coffee has become such a massive thing. Huge now, markup on coffees. they're actually. doing local teas as well in one of the service stations in our hometown. Oh, really? So there's local people providing local teas. <clears throat> but the coffee, so you can have like, like your latte. tea leaves in Castle Bar. I don't know. I don't, don't presume. We can't grow tea in Castle no, Bar. but. I don't I don't know. I saw something about it online during the week. I'll check it out here on my phone. <laughs> but um, when you're going for coffee, so you're looking at what? Cappuccino, latte, latte americano. Skibby. Mm, you know, it's just. Somebody too. messaged me actually. I had to meet somebody uh, for work and they messaged me and went, What would you like? A cappuccino, a skinny something, or something else? A cappuccino, a skinny latte, or a latte, or a frappuccino, or something. I was like, I'll just have tea. <laughs> Leave the tea bag in. Tiny bit of milk. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I'm what not ta- quite that famous we're, yet. We're getting to the next part where people will say, well, what type of tea do you want? Do you want Earl Grey? Do you want breakfast tea? Do you want chamomile? Do you want... Yeah, just lime, this one. Tea. Yeah, just tea? Berries or limes. Now, we do use the loose tea leaves at home and they're lovely. Yeah. They are lovely. They are. It does make a lovely cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. It really does. Um, it's, it's, but it's, it's funny. It's so funny. It's like... I'll have a skinny latte with a whip of whatever on the side. Look, I tell you, every morning I look out the window here and I see yeah. people getting out of their cars and they're going with a big, massive, huge coffee. Oh, yeah. So they're getting, you know, petrol stations. We talked about this before. They used to sell petrol. Now they sell yeah. these grand latte things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going, putting that much coffee and cream into yourself yeah. at that hour of the morning. Well, that's it. And then they go, I only had one coffee today. <laughs> Well, there was probably about 600 calories worth of cream and milk in it. I found the coffee I like. It's one of those ones. It's a, it's an espresso coffee. I think it's an Nescafe. And I make a little flask of that every morning. And yeah. it does me perfect. Does it? Oh, it's lovely. It's exactly the way I like my coffee. Yeah. Smells lovely. And I do, it's only a little bit. You're not drinking too much of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that's that's the coffee situation. You know what? When it comes to what you put into your coffee, that's become the next thing. So we've got milk. So there used to be, you mentioned it there, there used to be milk. Yeah. So I'll have milk. And now, actually, this is hilarious. How are you going with the Alpro coconut milk? Well, this is hilarious because I, last week I went to the shop. After we finished the podcast, I went to do a shop. I was well, I was asking you, which one should I buy? Yeah. But you just came back with, thumbs up, great <laughs> man. Oh, sorry. I sent you two different types oh, of I ones. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so just which one? I, I thought I wouldn't have to explain to you that which one well, am I, I buying. I thought you were sending me a picture going, I got the milk. No, I got the milk. But, and I actually ended up getting a totally different one. Had my coffee with it during the week. Mm, and it was grand. But the coffee wouldn't really, it didn't look... It doesn't look good. My no, coffee, yeah. It doesn't yeah. give the milkiness. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of, mm-hmm. But then you, I, I was looking rice. at the different amount of milks that there is. So you've got your cow's milk. You've got your soya milk. You've got goat, your goat's milk. Goat's milk. 
Maybe your ghee milk. No, that's butter. That's butter. Yucky. So that brings us back to the whole thing about you, milk, and the horses. Oh, for God's sake. What is the obsession? Oh, my God. Pigeons. Did you realise the amount of people that are afraid of birds? (laughs) I was feeding the pigeons in Galway during the week. I had a leftover something in my bag and there was loads of pigeons. Sorry, completely cut in. But this, like, blew my mind this week. So I was like, come on, Grace. Let's feed the pigeons. She was like, yay. I found some food in my bag and it was like home alone. Mm-hmm. You're one in the in the park. A bazillion pigeons and blackbirds and crows and seagulls. They're really big mm. and clean. They're really clean. They're vicious dirty things. They're vicious. They came. They're not vicious. They're, they're vicious. Hungry. A million of them. I was like, oh my God, we need to find a shop with bread. So off Sarah went and bought like a load of like whole grain, nutty, seedy bread. I didn't buy stuff. That I was going to say, dear die. listener, you're not supposed no, to get no, bread. No, no, no. I, I got like proper bread for them and lettuce. And um, went back. I was so happy. There were the one nearly ended up in my bag. They were flying up, and I throw it, and they'd fly up and catch it. I was like a child, but I put it up on my page. Everyone freaked out. They were like, "Oh my god, that's my worst nightmare!" Oh my god. And then I was like, "Tell me your your skin." No, they're not. Tell me your seagull stories, your crow. And so funny. The amount of people that were like. A seagull like literally took a pack of the ham out of my trolley when I was coming out of Tesco. Yeah. One flew in the, the window of a car and smacked her in the face. But yeah, enough for people. Do you remember of birds. when we were in Paris and we were trying to have a? I think it was a McDonald's for heaven, and there was loads of pigeons around us, and half of them had one leg. Well, they were fighting. Yeah. yeah. Remember, some woman knocked over her dinner, and yeah. they was like humped <laughs> zoned in. One leg. Was one yeah, eye. they were coming. They were like little pirate pigeons. Yes. But, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but I, d- I was very shocked at the amount of people that are afraid of birds. So, as we discovered last week, you can milk a horse. But not only that, actually, mare's milk has become a thing. Has it? Am yes! I ahead of the posse? Do I need to start bottling? Do I need to let Max back into her and get the milk going again? <laughs> yeah. Mare's milk is milk lactated by female horses, uh, which is fed to their folds. It's rich in whey protein, polyunsaturated fatty acids and vitamin C, and is a key ingredient in kumis. In several European countries, including Germany, it's sold powdered. Oh. Mare milk is sometimes chosen over cow milk because it has health benefits. A niche market considers it as a remedy for skin or digestive problems. Peer-reviewed papers suggest it can reduce problems with your eyes or yeah. eczema. Yeah. And it's used to make cosmetics and conform cheese. Horse cheese. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I would not be in any way put off by drinking horse milk. It's the same as goat's milk. Or cow's milk. Is she dried up now? Yeah, she's Because I was going to say, we have to tackle this. Yeah, no, we had the man out. We had had the man out. (laughs) Jimmy Burke was out. It's the gospel according to Jimmy Burke. He's like, our horse was for... And he just took one look. Ah! She's done. And would you put her her back in full then? Because we need the milk. Uh, We need the milk, yeah. We'll set up a new business. Sarah's (laughs) horse milk. Uh, But no, would you be bothered eating something that made from a horse? Like, what's that? It's no different than a cow or a I just, I'd like to see it first. Because in my eyes and uh, my mind, and when I discussed it with your husband, it didn't look like the milk that was coming out of me cow. But anyway, that's for a different day. Well, there but you go. Other milk. So yeah. during the week, I found out huge potato milk. Oh my God, how did that happen? Look at what you did. Look at, look oh all the research God, I've done. He's been doing great research. Yeah, actually, I got this from, uh, I think, the RTE website. Um, potato milk. Yeah, they what say they it's great for vegans. Oh, um, don't talk to me about them. <laughs> Honest to God, like. So what actually is potato milk? It's the diluted starches from potato. Okay, it looks like milk because of the starchy nature of the potatoes, but it's actually just starchy water with some stabilizers. 
Okay. It has loads of health benefits. Um, let me give you an example. It's got calcium, vitamin D, B vitamins and iron. Well, I suppose if you did soak a load of spuds for long enough, it would look like low-fat milk because it's kind of watery and cloudy. Did you know I'm bored now. that you can be allergic to honey? Yes. Okay. I w- no, sorry. Not allergic. Okay, sorry. Rewind. If somebody said to you, what can I substitute honey with? What would you think the reason is that they can't have honey? This actually like blew my mind this week. The reason that they can't, because they don't like it. No. But obviously, no, I know the answer is going to be because they're allergic to it. No, it's not actually. You can be allergic, apparently, to honey. I didn't know that. But I was like, it was a question and answer box I did. And somebody said, what can I substitute honey with? And I was like, well, maple syrup or sugar. But like, why would you want to substitute honey? Oh, God, did I get attacked? (laughs) Well, I didn't get attacked. I just got a few kind of messages from the um, my favorite people in the world. The bee people. Oh, my favorite people. I love them so much. The vegans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if my life depended on it, I would never have said you can't eat honey because it came from a bee because you're a vegan and you don't eat things that come from animals. Yeah, okay. Like, even the bees. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they don't they... even want anything that a bee has made. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're strict to this. Like, how do, how do they survive? What do they eat? Plant stuff? <laughs> what do they wear? Potatoes. What do they wear? Like, do they carry this? <laughs> what do they wash their face with? They're all nude. Oh, they stink. Like, animals are probably 99% of, of, of everything. What we wear, what we put into what our day, like, everything. <laughs> Just, I, I can't understand why would anybody be a vegan? I mean, I nobody loves animals more than me, but, like, they are there for a reason. To feed us. I just, I couldn't believe it when somebody messaged me and said... Us vegans don't eat honey because it comes from bees. I'm like, oh, fuck, bog's egg. Sarah has other opinions on other stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Vegetarian's fine. So what would you substitute honey with? A you- kick in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my kitchen. Now, the health benefits of honey. But you can be allergic, apparently, but that's okay. And there is like... Is um, your husband allergic? No, he's not allergic. Is he allergic to everything else? No. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not allergic to anything. No, he's not. You're the one who's allergic to mayonnaise. And uh, no, I don't like it. I'm not allergic you to like it. You like mayonnaise and you don't like... Do my voice. Turmeric. Go on, do my voice. Not turmeric. Go on. No, coriander. No, no, coriander. Stick. <laughs> Go on, no, do my voice. <laughs> Is there coriander in I this? I don't like mayonnaise and I don't like coriander. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my rant on, on the vegans and the bees and the honey. Okay. I was shocked. Are we done now? Yeah. We've still more food to talk about because I've got listeners' questions. Okay, okay, so let's get through some of these. The first one is, how many extra calories are in buttermilk chicken? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Honest to God, I get asked this is the craziest question. I actually was going through, I have one particular follower. She asks me the craziest questions. How many children do you have? What age are your children? How often do you eat? Do you snack between meals? Is that your portion size? We were actually going through them last night because she asked me, where do you get your wellies? But I went right back to the beginning and I was like, actually, yeah, you could call her like, a stalker. <laughs> Questions she asked me. And like, she yes. might listen to this. And get, yeah, well, hopefully she'll stop asking me, like, how many bedrooms are in my house? <laughs> I swear Can to I God. come and stay? So you don't snack How many meals. bedrooms are in your house? Well, there's, there's, there's four, but there's three. Uh, one, two, three. One, two, three, four. No, yes. three, because the fourth one, it's, it's not it's a bedroom. junk room. Everybody has a junk room. <laughs> Put it down the front bedroom. Where is it? It's in the front bedroom somewhere. It's like, you could find anything in there. Um, but yeah, the questions. Mm. What was that? Yeah, somebody, the bottom of chicken. 
Yeah, like yeah, somebody a, messaged me and said... It uh, was a joke, it was a joke for yeah, me. Yeah, I, was yeah. just, I was just trying to rise you. Oh God, I've really been risen today between the bees and, and the vegans and the buttermilk. <laughs> um, uh, there's other questions related to your food, but again, actually for a lot of the food, for example, the meatballs you talked about last week, they're available on your page. You get yeah, all yeah. that information there. All on my, either my highlights under recipes or my IGTV. They're all there listed under recipe demos. IGTV? Instagram TV. Oh Jesus. The more, so I, the more I hear about it, the more less I'm going to do it. So not with, with uh, the times. Yeah, you're, you're so slow there, David. Um, how do you know if your egg is bad? Oh, God, I cracked a bad egg this week and I never did in my life. You know, sometimes you get a pack of eggs and there might be just a slight crack in one of them. You're like, ah, it'll be grand. This one was not grand. <laughs> I just said, Dermot, hold your breath. Oh, that bad? I cracked it and I knew immediately it was like, like, it, it just didn't look right. It's a bit like some people, you know, you're like, he looks mm-hmm. normal, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Harry, you just know. You just know. And I cracked it and I went, oh, Jesus Christ, this has gone off. No was it stink? Yet? No, no text, no. Shite, he hasn't fixed the phone yet. Is that right? Um, it was, I just said to Dermot, close your, stop breathing immediately or you'll never eat an egg again. So I just went, <gasps> I put it in the bin and I, but I had to breathe and it was so smelly wow it was so smelly so rotten egg is a thing it's yeah, a smell but how do you know your egg is bad because it stinks yeah well actually I, I have the answer for this one oh. uh, you can simply fill a bowl with cold tap water oh unless yeah put your egg in it yeah, if they sink to the bottom and lay flat on one side they're fresh a bad egg will float because of the large air cell that forms in its base so floating eggs should be thrown out Um, I think I'd take a chance though and just crack it as opposed to having to fill a jug with water and put the egg in and see does it float yeah, but that's it's kind of floating it's kind of going to the bottom is it on its side <laughs> it's not a, what happens if it goes to the bottom and it doesn't go on its side <laughs> that's why you're well I'd just throw it out then I, you know for the price of the egg I'd just say ah no I'm going to throw that out it's a bad egg that yeah, would that, that be a bad old egg in um, are there any other animals that you've milked um, <laughs> let me think um, no I don't think so yeah have you ever milked a cow? Like genuinely, not no, with, like not with the machine. I'd like to milk a cow. Yeah, get in under there and yeah. give it a good I'd yank. I'd say it'd be very satisfying. Me, I did actually. I think I did somewhere. I now have a recollection of doing. Again, I'm glad you do it. You do know the I'm actions for the me because I didn't know what it was like to milk a cow. Yeah, yeah. I think I did once. Yeah. Um, and there's oh, there's some of the questions that were coming in. There was one asking us who'd win in a in an arm wrestle. We know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving. You used to be able to win. I know. I'm gone weak now. You're gone weak, weak, old and feeble. Yeah. The last item to do with food today is, uh, and I know I noticed this. Uh, would you be the same as we'll say some members of your family that the food has to be all on your plate? It has to look lovely and be ready before you will sit down to eat it. Um. Yes, but funny. In recent months, with all the food, I tend to kind of eat it as I'm cleaning up. Or would you so would you pick as you're going along? I, I, I like I kind of pick and taste as I'm going along, but like I'll sit them all down and I'll sit up on my bar stool at the island eating. Mm-hmm. Um, now we do try and sit down together. I'm in the same room, 
Uh, but yeah, it needs to look nice. It has to look nice, like like my lovely breakfast bagel this morning. It has to be lovely. So, like, lovely. yeah, so that, that's a perfect example. So, when you sit down with it, is it all complete on your plate? Yes. Everything? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Why? No, because I, I was. It's. It's. Well, if Jane is having lunch, she, everything has to be there and done. So even the little snack bar afterwards, if there's a crisp to go with it, the tea, yeah. everything before she would eat a morsel of food, it all has to be there. Whereas I, Do you know why? That's from being reared in a house with a load of kids. Because if you left to go and get something, you come back. Gone. Gone. Oh, well, I looked at mine today and I thought, oh, I'll get, I'll, I'll get a snack bar and I'll have get a cup of coffee yeah. and I'll get my stuff ready. And when I come back, I just looked at it and I had two, I had two bites already taken. I, I, even, even I didn't oh, even know I had done it. I had God, two bites good. taken out of my sandwich. No, I'd have to wait and have it all done. That's gas. Yeah. No, so I definitely am a picker. If the food will, before I it makes you're going to say a pig. A bit of a pig too, but it all the food has to come into me before it goes on the plate. <laughs> so, like by the time I'm finished, Jane is only sitting down, going, yeah. and she said, oh, "It all looks lovely and it's decorated, and so all the plate." And I'm like, oh, "Just get it into me." Yeah, I tend to be the last to eat, but like he's like, "You're the slowest eater in the world because I eat so slowly." <laughs> yeah, eating slowly is a good thing. Yeah. Wolfing it down, not a good thing. Not so good. Other business this week: social distancing is gone. Oh no. I'm not happy about it. I went into Penny's of all places on day one of like, you can all go and breathe on each other. <laughs> Everywhere I went, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. People. It's gone. Two metres gone. It's gone. And it's back to that. But I was like, okay, I have to get out of here. Because everywhere I went, with that lovely space. Yeah. Don't come near me. Two metres, stay away. Two metres. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm over here now looking at these shoes. You have to go away. <laughs> and wait for me to finish. No, all it's gone. gone. Up on top here, bumping into you. Yeah, and I kind of found myself like staring at people as if to say, <gasps> "You broke the rules," but they didn't. No, no uh, rules. Yeah, and masks will be gone from oh, the, the week masks, after that's, next. That's no harm because they're yeah. a pain in the arse. But then they're going to see your face, tear your teeth. Yeah, and you can't be in the queue going, "Jesus, Christ, <laughs> look at this pain in the hole." You'll be saying it like, "Oh no." Everybody turns around and you've got no mask on. No mask on. Yeah. There she is. The mask has slipped again. Um, so yeah, social distancing is gone and it's going to be a bit of it. It's going to take a while for yeah. us to go back to shaking hands and hugging each other. Unless you're in the pub, like not in the shopping centre or penny. The pub, it kind of disappears after a few minutes, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, you're you're all careful and then you're in uh, one yeah. drink down going, hey, yeah. let's dance. Definitely. Let's we have were, a party. When the All Ireland was on last year, when we were in the pub, for the first 10 minutes, we were like, oh yeah. If we don't get COVID now, we never will. <laughs> then about an hour later thanks <laughs> <laughs> friends oh, I love you all um, okay other bits and pieces that we have oh we know we've had a couple of storms this week we did and did you get any damage I, I went for a walk on Wednesday was that Dudley it was Dudley Eunice, was there Eunice and Eunice Dudley? Eunice was Friday. Dudley was Wednesday. Oh, I didn't realise there was one on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Went for a walk and uh, it was windy but it was grand Yeah. and I went up into the woods Oh my god, oh of all the places to go. You like trying to like get squished by a tree. It was horrendously scary. It was it was like the noise that makes in the horror movies. Really? Yeah. Crickiness. Well yeah. that was a bit silly, like. Yeah, it wasn't oh, great. Did you hear about your man, he got lemon by a tree. Yeah, it wasn't great. No, it wasn't great. Um I I'd be the first and then I had to hide in the football pitch in one of the dugouts for a while. Why? And I tried to record it actually. Um, it was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad and it was, uh, the trees were making so much noise. Now, I, 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 I think I came to, I'm not, you see, the expert like you would be at doing, you know, getting there and doing it really quickly. I waited for a couple of seconds, of course, so I didn't get the end of it. I don't know if you're going to even hear it now with this, but I'll try my best to hear it now. That just sounds like somebody is, the radio wrong. Is that it? <laughs> White noise. Yeah. But that, you're now listening to that to go to sleep at night. But that was a... Uh, 
it's a noise the trees are making. It was like, I thought, oh, yeah, not, not the cleverest place to go. And then on Friday, we were told, oh, Eunice is coming. She's going to do destruction everywhere. I read they and it was sound. I think they need to seriously check out who's up there in Met Aaron. <laughs> but I was talking to your husband in the sandwich of the two storms, and he yeah. was saying, you think it's going to be bad? Well, I'll have to do this, and we'll have to do that. Did he, did he go all out? Did he protect everything? He did. It was, it was good. Tied down we the horses. Safe. We were safe. <laughs> everything was tied down. Um, uh, and uh, what else was I going to say about the storms? Oh, yes. What, was, what I did get interested in was the, we got into this conversation before we started recording today was the airplanes landing. Are you yeah. t- tired, are you? Sorry. Big yawn. Um, the airplanes landing in Heathrow. It was a big thing, very exciting. And we got talking about it. I was saying, did you, did you know that an airplane has three goes and if they don't get it on the third go, they've got to go. go away. They've got to go back to where they came from or go to another airport. And you were saying... <laughs> no, Google it. Google how many times can you go around a roundabout in Ireland without breaking the law. I reckon it's eight times. Okay. What do I win if I'm right? I have it in my head... That you can go around the roundabout eight times before any guard can pull you over and say you've broken a rule. Is it illegal to drive around a roundabout three times? You can drive around a roundabout as many times as you wish. However, you should always be aware of what's around you when you're trying to go. Use your blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you can actually go around it as many times as you like. Yep. <gasps> Where's Sarah? She's still driving around the roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Oh, yeah. She needed a bit of peace and quiet. So she's gone on the roundabout for the I evening. I saw a car driving around the roundabout the last day with a giant dog sitting in... It was a small car. It's so funny to see small cars and, like, giant people and giant dogs. <laughs> and the dog was sitting in the back seat and he was so happy. You know, like, a dog looks like they're smiling. And he was going around the roundabout and he was looking out the window at me as if to say, How are you? It was so funny. Can I ask a question, though? Why would you want to go around the roundabout eight times? Because if the left lane is really long and busy and you don't have time, you go into the right lane and make out that you're going over to Dublin through the third exit. Dear guards, we're isolating this piece of the and podcast. And then you go, oh, shit. Three points for her. I forgot. I need to collect dry cleaning. <laughs> so I need to go right around. So that's what you do. You save the time in the queue. You go around. <laughs> and you take the exit that you're allowed to take. And you haven't broken any rules. I don't do and that. And you just say to the guards, oh, so sorry. I was heading home. And then I realised when I was in the roundabout, oh, Got the dry cleaner. But at least we know on the, the way on the way home today, if you are doing that around the roundabout, <laughs> you won't be on your phone because we know that for uh, no, I won't be on my phone. Um we're at that time. Already. Already. Quick for yeah, loads more stuff that we didn't get to. But we'll hold on to it until we get to it well, next I'm very week. proud of all my food content. Quick fire questions. I have two. Okay. You're slipping now on the quick fire. Okay. Do you want to take them over? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. How long do you think that would last? Um Beach the tights. Or, um, yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not am I wearing this. the fishnet tights? I don't know. I don't know. Fishnet <laughs> tights just immediately. Am I wearing them? There. I, I was trying to figure out what, <laughs> what would I find sexier? What would you find sexier? Fishnet tights or bright red lipstick? Okay, so she has to wear one of them out in public. Like bright red lipstick. Obviously, this isn't my wife. Yes, it is. No, I can't. Because you, you're never going to do those no, things. but in my... Well, it's, this is this my wife. Oh, it has to be fire. lipstick. It has to be lipstick. You can't do... You couldn't go. Ridiculous facial makeup. <laughs> Or like really tacky fishnet tights and patent shiny black shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Lipstick. Yeah. Um, a week on your own at home. Oh God. Uh, yeah, totally. It's already. Now you're saying that, but you wouldn't. Or you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Sure, you wouldn't go 15 minutes without them. 
What? You wouldn't go 15 what? minutes without your family. So I'm saying a week on your own, completely on your own, nobody else, yeah, just you, family good. gone, mm-hmm. or two nights on your own in a hotel. Oh, a week at home. A week at home. No, a full week. Yeah, I'm very much a loner. I mean, yeah, but you can't go for a piss without bringing your children with you. No, hold on. <laughs> That's not out of choice, David. <laughs> so I don't think you understand. There's no locks on the doors. There's no, like, if they're not with me, they're going to be at home on their own. Yeah, well, they are 19 and 17. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they're not, if they were quiet, if they were just like, quiet. Yeah. For an hour in the day. <laughs> I suppose two nights in a hotel. What time do you, Is what it a nice hotel? It doesn't say, but uh, yeah, it could be a nice hotel. If it was a nice hotel, yeah, I'd be happy two nights on my own. Video, yeah. Um, do you, do you, home, what time do yours go to bed? Uh, school nights, try and have them down the hall for nine. Yeah, weekends. Week, weekends, I think, I think I was in bed before them last night. Yeah, you see, that's the thing, we've got to the point now where they're going to bed after us, even on weekends, yeah. it's half one, two yeah. o'clock. I'm like, um, brush teeth, pyjamas, I'm off to bed. Goodbye. Bye. Um, would you, this is our final one for this week. Would you stay quiet or can't hold your piss? <clears throat> I used to be can't hold your piss, but now I'm stay quiet. Do you reckon? Yeah. So if something you see is really irking you and you have a real strong opinion on it, vegans, and mm. uh, Well, coffee, it depends on the context. Uh, you will sit there and say, no, I'll just stay quiet. The easy option to hear now is just to stay quiet. Well, yeah, I'm just or you will go really hold on here now well you see I'm in the safety of, of a room here and the vegans can't get me because they don't know my exact location so I'm very brave here now saying bees and vegans I mean the poor little bees they're just doing what God told them to do and the vegans are like no we didn't want your honey uh, I mean like we need bees we'd all die if we didn't have bees anyways but if I was at a vegan conference or I was in a vegan restaurant, I'd be like, shut your hole, Sarah. Say nothing. They'll probably eat you. So we can be, we, we, do, we don't stay quiet here, but we do stay quiet. Yeah, it, depends, yeah. it depends on where I am. <laughs> and it depends on what who the topic is. we're talking to. Yeah. Did you ever find yourself, I often on this podcast, because I look over at you, I can see the face and I'll just go, I'll just agree with her, just agree with her. <laughs> Like if you were in a situation and somebody's going on about their kid and oh my Johnny and he's this and he's that, you'd love to be able to turn around and go oh fuck off. <laughs> like I'd love to get to, it's an old age. I think like really old people don't give a shit anymore and they just say whatever they want. Filters I'd are love gone. To be like that. No like filters. And like you can't be going around doing that, so it's easier to just mumble. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're mumbling. Oh, I'm very bad at the mumbling. Like oh, very bad. I, I was in the car with the 15 year old today, and she said, "Oh my God, you're just I looking out the window at everybody and just <laughs> <laughs> mumbling what they are and what they're not." Oh my God, David. It's gone really, really bad. Really. Really, oh, really gosh. bad. I need somebody to talk to me or help me oh, out. God. That's what's happening. Don't happened look to me. at me. I'm staying. Qu- you're too busy. I was going to say today's the day to talk to you because you don't have your phone, so you, <laughs> you have to engage with me. I'm drawing space here. <laughs> Lots of little planets. Thank you for listening again this week. Our email is sarahbutleratome at gmail.com. You can find Sarah on Instagram, Sarah Butler at Home Official, of course. And you can find us on Twitter at Butler Podcast. If you've got any questions, comments or reviews or any bits and pieces or more questions, whatever you want. Whatever who, you want. Who ask. can take a punch in the face best? <laughs> can we see a live stream of that? Um, can you have one vegan dinner between you and survive? Grass, all the grass. Pet bees nettle and nettle soup. The net. Oh, there's what we should try: nettle soup. No, thanks. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.